0: It was a few days before Christmas, more than 20 years ago. I was writing my wish list, and it was starting to grow. An N64, a Green Power Ranger, a Sony CD player with the multi-disc changer, a Sega Dreamcast, a Finger Skateboard, and let's not forget a Furby, good lord. So many things on my list, and I wanted them all, but fast forward to now, and that list is so small. Because now that I'm older and a little wiser to boot, I know the important things aren't tied to loot. It's happiness and health that I wish for the most, for me and my family. So let's have a toast. Raise up your glasses to the stars up above, for family, for friends, for good health and love. Here's to long life and happiness and a new year of success. Happy holidays to all from Generation S.
1: What is it? It's time to go back. Welcome.
0: Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Festivus, if that's your thing. Uh, and welcome back to another episode of the Generation S podcast. It's a podcast about growing up in the 90s and early 2000s. I'm Dan Kemp, along with my co-host for the day, a returning Dan Vorbeck. Dan, welcome back, man.
1: Uh, Felice Navidad, Dan Kemp.
0: Indeed. Felice Navidad. Um, <laughs> so we haven't had a one-on-one episode together since goosebumps correct and then you had come back for halloween which is great and then i know we had talked about getting the gang back together me you and lou to do christmas uh, unfortunately with our recording schedule lou is unable to make it but you and i are, are chatting tonight and tonight we are talking all about the holidays more specifically i mean just because of our upbringing we are talking about christmas christmas um yeah you know, we, you know, that's what we both celebrated. And of course, if you're listening to this and you did celebrate other holidays again, happy holidays to you. Hopefully you still enjoy this episode. Don't, don't turn it off just yet. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, we're, it's, we're recording this, uh, the, the 15th of December. So 10 days away from Christmas. And, uh, well, well, Dan, let me ask you, you're, you know, we're, we're older men now we're grown that's, men. Yep. Uh, you know, you to you a know, certain degree to a certain degree. Yeah. <laughs> um, you and I are kind of at different places in life. You know, I've got the wife and kids, and so you know, I've got a different perspective.
1: But I mean, for you now, as an adult, what, I mean, what does Christmas mean to you now? Uh pain. No, uh, not like emotional, but like physical pain. Because I, uh, <laughs> I do Christmas trees. Uh, okay. I, I work at a, a, um, a nursery during the holiday season, and I sell Christmas trees. Uh, we sell about seven thousand Christmas trees. You touch every tree about seven times. Yep. So you know every year. Things hurt a little bit more. It's a lot of lifting. A little bit longer. But, uh, you know, it's always good to spend with the family. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh you know, the food is always good. My uncle always makes an amazing meal. And, uh, you know, just Christmas in retail is harder as an adult because yeah. you see it in August Well, that's true. They
0: start things and like, I mean, it's getting earlier and earlier, right? Where they're kind of getting ready for for the holiday season. Or maybe it's always been that way and I just never noticed. But I feel like I'm seeing Halloween and Christmas coming out end of August, early September. Is that, I mean, has that always been the case? It's always been
1: the case. At least least on the retail side, because you can't. Yeah, you have to get ready. You got to be ready for Christmas the moment Thanksgiving's over. Yeah, it's full fledged Christmas, and if you're not ready to go, you're missing out. Day after day after day is, you know, another ten thousand dollars and tiny little limits.
0: You gotta you gotta have it ready, and so, um, so you're moving trees all around. So, okay, let me ask you this: like, what's the biggest tree you've had to move? I mean, because I assume you're getting them in people's like on their cars and stuff, right? Or I mean, are you
1: loading on the trucks? The biggest I had. Well, I mean, some people have pickup trucks. Some people have okay, but it's not like you're
0: loading like forty foot. I mean massive like you put in like a, a an office no, building no uh, no no entryway or no, no. something i okay.
1: mean i mean we have the biggest tree we sell is a 22 footer but we don't even untie those and we no. have forklifts we just pick them up put them on the delivery truck and they go off to wherever they go off to okay uh, yeah. the biggest tree i've had to move solo um is a, a 12 to 13 foot frazier yeah. fir, and, and that, it's probably not i mean it's probably not super heavy but the no, distribution of the weight no it's super heavy Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. And you just get down low and you put your shoulder in there and you just kind of lift it up and- Lift with your legs though, not with your back. Yeah. Well, you lift with everything that you got and um, <laughs> you stumble to the front and throw it down and then you got a, what we do is a hog tie. Okay. And because it can't fit through a baler uh, and the balers are the little, the machines that put the netting over it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just too small and you just got to hog tie it and then, you know, hopefully they're going into a pickup truck. And if it's, I was to say, if it's thirteen feet long,
0: I mean, gosh, it better be in a pickup truck. Otherwise, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, it's you're going to, you know, Clark Griswold that thing on the top of your car uh, where it's yep. hanging over.
1: Been there, done that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, so before we get into like you know growing up with Christmas, a um, couple of things. I just because honestly, I've never asked you these questions. We've never we've never spent the holidays together. True. Um. So uh, you know, a couple of kind of rapid fire questions. First off, real tree or fake tree in your own house? Ah, uh, fake tree. Fake tree, same here. As okay.
1: as growing up, because my mom had a bunch of allergies to real okay. trees and things like that.
0: So, yeah, same thing with Beth. She has what's funny because what's hilarious is she wants a real tree, but then no, be don't. like, "Well, I want one, but I'm not going to touch it." I'm like, "Well, then we're not getting a real tree because I'm not going <laughs> to do this all by myself." Because she does, I've seen her like she's allergic to like pine straw and things like that, so she'll break out in like a terrible rash. So I know she loves real trees. I think she may have had one growing up every so often. Um, I just. I like the fake tree personally, especially these days. They make really nice looking ones yeah. that look really good. Like we have one in our, in our front entry where you can see it from the road and it looks great. I mean, it's one of those very full looking, it's like a Fraser fur, one of those. Um, but it looks very nice, especially when it's got all the decoration and the lights on it. And so, um, yeah, fake tree all the way for me. Um, all right. So on, on the subject of trees, uh, rainbow colored lights or white lights,
1: uh, well, that's kind of like a, a personal choice, but for me, you got to have color. I, same way. Yeah. I and, agree. and some of the trees now, you know, you could change your mind every day. There's one yes. that we sell where you can go to your phone and live in front of you, they have yeah. a color wheel. And as you move your finger around the color oh, wheel. it's got the LEDs. The yep. lights change on the tree, which is I've, just And you can like stuff. do like different patterns and. Different patterns. Different I've displays. seen that. Yep. You can give your but kids that's a fake epilepsy. tree. So you sell
0: fake trees too?
1: Yeah. Oh no. Hicks. Well, Hicks Nurseries on Long Island. If you're okay. uh, visiting, yeah, if you're up in the area, um, everything Christmas we have ornaments. Okay, those little villages. Um, oh yeah, real trees, fake trees, real reeds, fake trees, so on and so forth. It you yeah. run the gambit. We've got it. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Um. All right, man. Well, listen. Let's uh, let's jump into it then. What we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of work our way chronologically from essentially the day after thanksgiving up until christmas eve christmas and then we'll probably take it past there and maybe wrap up with the new year as far as our discussion goes how's that sound sounds good to me perfect all right so here we go thanksgiving days over as a kid you have the next day off typically i always did did you always have
1: black friday off from school yeah uh usually you know you got that four-day weekend thanksgiving black friday and then uh, saturday and sunday
0: yep so that's what we had too. And so for Black Friday, that's I mean, that's typically the time when you're supposed to go out and enjoy, you know, holiday shopping or I, I say enjoy very loosely. I'm using quotes you see. Quite loosely. Yes. Uh, <laughs> did you did you ever do the Black Friday thing or no?
1: No, my family wasn't really into the Black Friday thing. Um Yeah. You know, mainly because my parents shopped and had all my Christmas presents before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was just done. Right, exactly. So and the major reason is because I lived near Roosevelt Fields, and yeah, after Thanksgiving you couldn't go near it. Yeah, even now Didn't, it's so crowded. So
0: okay, I I heard this one time, and I don't know if it's true, but like people that live near like big malls and shopping centers and stuff like that at the holiday season, can like I've heard people like offer like parking on their driveway or their lawn. If the parking lot's full, like at a mall, like have you ever had to do that or had the chance to like offer up your lawn to people?
1: I'm not that close where I could okay. offer parking. I'm probably like three city blocks away. Okay. Like a, like maybe like a maybe like a mile. Okay. And Roosevelt Fields got enough parking. Now I doubt that there's anybody around there because it's Garden City. Gotcha. And nobody's okay. letting them park in their driveways.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um all right. So so really not. A, I mean, so, but when do you, I mean, after Thanksgiving, when did Christmas kind of kick into full gear? Like for us growing up now I'll decorate the Christmas tree the day after we'll take all the decorations out on black Friday, but growing up, we didn't really do that until early December. Like, I mean, sometimes even like early to mid December before the stuff came out. When did you guys start kind of getting into Christmas spirit in the household?
1: Uh, first weekend of December.
0: Okay. So you'd have the full. Fo- now, what if like Chris or Thanksgiving was like the last couple days and then like December kicked in that weekend right after Thanksgiving? First weekend of December. That, that would count. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and so you would, I mean, yeah. So same thing. You know, we would get the, tr- actually, you know, it's funny. Um, you know, we had a fake tree growing up as well. And my mom in later years would actually just carry the whole thing out to the garage fully decorated mind you and just set it in the garage and like and put a tarp on it and like it was just done um <laughs> but growing up uh, i know i mean it was uh, we would keep the tree out in the garage but all the decorations would not be on it so um you know we would bring the tree in now for you you, you know only child but um as far as the decorating of the tree was that like a whole family thing or was that a just you thing or just parents thing? oh no that was a whole mom thing really
1: that was oh, her, like that was her thing like don't was... mess with it You had to help, but it was mom's thing. So before artificial trees were pre-lit, you had to run lights on the artificial trees. Oh, yeah. That's what we had to do. It was terrible. And year after year and time after time, my mom would put more. She she at one point had to have probably 50 sets of lights on a tree. Wow! So she's winding them around all the branches. Every branch. Every branch was lit up. I'm pretty sure you could see our tree from like Saturn. (laughs) (laughs) And... You know those like um, Rubbermaid bins, yeah, those gray, the like the big heavy duty ones that people keep like tools in. Oh yeah, yeah. She had, or yeah, she. Well, I mean, we have but six or seven of those filled with ornaments. Wow. Did they all go on the tree? And every single one got on the tree. Wow. And so you're really you're not seeing a tree at all at that point. No, I, it was all ornament at that point, and I did. We did have a family tradition where she would get a new cardinal ornament every year. Okay, and I would get the Hallmark Star Trek ship. Nice. Do you they can, have a, so they put out a new one every year? Then, yep, they put out a new one every year, and you could plug them into the lights, and they lit up, and some of them talked and stuff like that. And nice, it was it was very very cool, and that was like the one thing I got to put on the tree. Okay, and then after that, mom was like, just unwrap stuff and hand it to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible.
0: Oh, yeah. No, for us growing up, it was – I mean, it kind of all helped out. At first, it was like my parents would help us, but then after that, honestly, it was – mainly the kids like it was like okay i don't want to do it you guys put them up and okay cool um we always i mean the 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 rule was you just you don't put like all the big ornaments on the top you put them on the bottom you don't put them too close together like you don't ever have two things on next to each other on the same like adjacent branches you gotta like space them out if you can um now what about so you get the ornaments now same thing like you said we we would you know put lights up on the tree now honestly we didn't do anything nearly to to a level that sounds like your mom did, but we would just wrap literally just wrap strands around. So maybe it was two or three, um, and it looked terrible, of course. But I didn't care. I was I loved it. Um, it was Christmas. You didn't care. I didn't care. It was yeah. I mean Christmas was here, and we would always while we decorated, we always had Christmas music on. Like I, I feel like that's a normal thing, but like, yes. I'm assuming you guys yeah, yes, so, Christmas music was on, but like back then, like unless it was on the radio, you had to have it like locally. You couldn't. There was no internet to stream it. Records. Um, Well, that's what I was going to say. That was like the one time a year my parents busted out their record. Actually, we always had it. It was a record player that was like a built-in like credenza. Do you remember those? Yep. So 100% what I had you had it too yeah so like where the speakers were like felted in the front oh my god yep and i I, it's funny i remember the first time i saw my mom open it up i was like that's what that does like i had no (laughs) idea and so and she she would bust out the christmas music on the record player that was the one time a year that we used it and we would i I very fond memories of, of decorating the tree and once it was done so here we go let's talk tree toppers for a minute here i mean there's really two main camps you got the angel camp you got the star
1: camp where do you fall on that spectrum i was the uh angel camp and you know my mom was very religious so sure she uh she put the angel up and the angel was something that my dad's mom gave to her when they got married or something like that so that was the angel that went on top of the tree every year Okay. All
0: right. Yeah. We were a star family and we had this one that I don't even know if it was made out of like styrofoam or what, but it like, you plugged it into the lights and it did light up. It had lights built into it, but it was like a clear plasticky. I mean, it looked very eighties. Like you look at it going, okay, honestly, it probably was a rollover from the seventies. Now that I'm thinking about it, like it, it looked old as hell. My mom probably got it at a garage sale, but that was our tree for our star for many years. I, I honestly, until I moved out, I'm pretty sure we used that star. Um, But did you put it on first or last or somewhere in the middle?
1: Uh, I think we put it on last. I think that was the last thing to do, because I remember my dad always complaining because he had to do it. Well, it's probably too tall. It was was too tall for mom to do it. And obviously I was too small. Yeah. but he always complained. He's like, why can't we put this on first before the whole tree is decorated so I can at least get close to it and put it on? She it's goes, literally
0: a plot point of the Garfield Christmas special.
1: 100%. And my mom goes, <laughs> no, it's the last thing that goes on the tree. And he's like, oh, yeah. whatever. It, just, it just wouldn't be Christmas if you put the star on first. You know, three days later after we're done decorating the tree. <laughs>
0: exactly. Oh, man. That's not um, a joke.
1: It took us three days to decorate this tree. Wow. That's... That's insane. Yeah, no, yeah. We,
0: we it was it was a couple hours, we were done. <laughs> nope. Three days. Um, all right. So, well, that's the tree, man, but you gotta decorate the rest of the house. So what are some other things? I mean, I'm gonna assume and, and you know, maybe wrongfully so, but I don't think so. Like, I mean, did you have the manger scene, the classic, you know, manger setup?
1: We had a little one.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so in the kitchen, my mom would set up the uh the little villages. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, department yeah. fifty six like village,
0: like the ceramic ones or whatever. Yeah, or- yeah exactly. Yep.
1: That and she'd have a little uh manger scene in that, along with the little house and sleighs yeah. and stuff like that. And then on the outside, we did a uh, uh, the classic um, uh, they look like shallot lights, yeah, you know, okay, around mm-hmm. the door. And then we did like two candles and snowmen, we had like light up nutcrackers and we string the house with lights. And we had, so, some I was gonna say, did you do lights later. along?
0: You did lights along the house then? Or?
1: One of the peaks we used to do, okay, um. And you know, it, it, we had a lot of lights and stuff like that. We had light of packages, and we did yeah. we did a pretty good job. Okay, yeah, we um we didn't do a
0: lot outside. Myself, um, I think every once in a while, my dad would put up like a string of lights on the front. Um, but that year if he would do it, that means they weren't coming down till Easter at least. <laughs> so I mean it um I'm thinking that's probably why it didn't always happen. But we did. I remember we had some lights outside. Um and I remember like we would leave them on all night. So like as a kid I would my room was right, you know, in the front there. So the window outside I could see the lights, which was kind of cool. Um other than that, we didn't do anything like in the in the front yard. You know, we lived in a very rural area, so really not a lot of people driving by. It was a big front yard too. So like there's we honestly in hindsight could have probably done some pretty cool stuff, but it just we couldn't be bothered. Fair enough. So, um, but inside we definitely we had the manger scene as well. Um, ours was pretty cool actually. I think it was handmade because it was like they were, um, like sewn and stuffed like figures, manger mm. figures. Okay, I think it was some kind of pattern that you like sewed it, and they had like a like a hard bottom, so they they would they would set up on it. Um, and and it was like a like a little like a little stuffed baby Jesus and animals and you know. So we had that. We would always put that out on the on the uh, credenza that I mentioned, the record player credenza, right. And then, um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else, like, I, I remember my mom had a, it was a porcelain or like a ceramic, um, it was a Care Bear set and I looked it up actually. It's like a vintage, like, um, it was like the red Care Bear sitting on top of a roof, like ceramic set. And I think it played a song. I th- actually, I think I remember it playing, um, which I don't know why it's a Christmas song, but apparently it is, but, uh, the song, my favorite things from the sound of music, you know, girls in dresses oh, dresses. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. In blue. yeah, yeah. Apparently, that has become a Christmas song. Oh,
1: hang on. You hear that? I do hear that. So, what that is, is the fire department for Mineola goes up and down the block during the Christmas season, like once a week on okay. um, uh, Thursdays and Saturdays. And they have Santa riding on top of the, um, uh, uh, the fire engine. Oh, and they nice! They play Christmas music. So we're this early, they're probably doing a practice run. And then next week they'll start coming up and down the block. Have they done that like your whole life? Because you've lived life. in that
0: house that you're in your whole life, right? My whole life. They've done yeah, it. Yeah. It's awesome, actually it's man. actually kind of cool what they yeah. do. Yeah. No, that's really we're well, listen, we're gonna leave that in. So I'm not editing that out, by the way. So just <laughs> don't just watch your mouth, okay? There you go. Don't be don't be cussing because this is staying in. Anyway, no. Um so other than that, in the house, the only other thing that we had up, I mean we had weird traditions with like stocks. So, like stockings. We didn't have a fireplace, so we had our stockings hung over the entryway into the kitchen, basically hanging above the door frames. Like, what did, did you? I can't remember. Do you guys have a fireplace? No,
1: we don't have a fireplace. Um, I only now have a fire pit outside. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not gonna hang a stocking. Out but there, you're not obviously. gonna hang a stocking there. No. Uh, we would hang our stockings. We had um like this ottoman china cabinet kind of thing. We still have it. It's okay. Still in the same spot. And we would hang them from the top of it. Oh, nice. Okay. So,
0: honestly, yeah. It's one of those where, like, you don't have a fireplace. you got to kind of improvise.
1: Right. Um, but that was
0: always it was the same place every year. It was the stockings above the frame in the kitchen. And then we would get Christmas cards from people because back then people were really serious about their Christmas cards. Yep. We would actually tape them around that same door frame. So, that's... Oh, no. We would have them... <laughs> no, we wouldn't
1: do that. What, what did you When you guys got Christmas cards, did you display them or... We had a, a table... Uh, behind one of the couches that we would just kind of line them all up along yeah. with the poinsettias that we had, just put them like Domino style. Then, like
0: December 31st, you just, just, just knock them all down or put them you know. in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but yeah, I mean, it's I've, I was talking about this with Beth actually. She's like, This so and so sent us a Christmas card of their family, like. Don't they? Know? We're just going to throw their family picture away at the end of this. Like they know that, right? I'm like, I don't know, honey. It's it's fine. <laughs> What's the statute of limitations on keeping
1: a Christmas card?
0: <laughs> I, you know, that's a great question. Listen, if you're listening to this and you have the answer, seriously, um, either if if you're listening to this on YouTube, leave a comment. If you're if you're following us on Facebook, let us know. The statute of limitations when it comes to keeping other people's family photos from Christmas cards, or just Christmas
1: it, cards in general. That Christmas you receive, cards in general. How long do you keep them?
0: Well, because, like, we'll keep birthday cards forever, like, from each other. Like, if I get right. a birthday card from my kids or from my wife or whatever, like, that's, I've got p- birthday cards going back 10 years from Yeah, but that's that. a different story. It, I guess more personal. That's your family. It's true. Yeah. So, other people, I don't know. You're right. There's probably a different statute of limitations there. So, um, but so, I'm, honestly, my mom, she was the opposite of a pack rat back then. So, she probably just threw them out, like, literally December 26th. <laughs> I was like, all right, these are done. I, I don't remember, but Christmas it was probably something like, it, basically, yeah. Um, and then other than that, around the house, we didn't do much more. Like we would change out a couple of like the hand towels, you know, with like maybe some Christmassy ones or like a centerpiece and then the kitchen table. Um, and I think one year she might've even done like garland around the, f- one of the door frames or something like that. Uh, it wasn't too crazy. And then I think May now I'm trying to think, did we even do anything like in our bedrooms? Probably not now that I think about it, but, um, yeah I mean, we weren't like big decorators that was but Christmas was definitely the time of year where we did the most like we didn't really decorate for Halloween as an example right um or I don't even think of any what other holidays do you decorate for at this point?
1: Are there really any other ones? I mean we used to do um Halloween and Christmas that was those were the only two that's we basically really used it to right? decorate like for and I mean th- my mom would do some stuff for um Easter, okay, and that's about it. I would say we do some decorations for Easter,
0: some for fall, like just in general fall. Yeah, you know? like
1: fall decorations, like pumpkins yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but
0: that's basically it. Yeah, Christmas, though, that was our big one. So, but... And it's funny because we're not, you know, we weren't like a Catholic family. I was baptized Catholic and all that, but we we really weren't like, you know, we weren't a very you know religious family. But we still left that tree up until probably January fifth, just because just, like we just didn't feel like you know you know not want to fate, you know. <laughs> uh, not even that, but just like again, this is the same family that would leave up Christmas lights outside until April fourth. I mean, it's just. You know, so I don't know. We just uh, we'll deal with it later. Uh, so anyway, all right. Well, listen, that's we're, we're we're moving and shaking now. So we finished Thanksgiving. We've decorated our house. Now we are fully in Christmas mode. And so, other than decorations, I mean, what's
1: changing in your house this time of the year? Um, like my attitude towards schoolwork. Just don't want to do it now. No, it's just it's the countdown to Christmas, and yeah. you're going. All right, what what's on my list, and what am I getting, and yeah. Uh, when is school going to be over? Is it going to snow? Am I going to get any snow days before Christmas kind of thing? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, and then you're watching Saturday morning cartoons and this new great thing comes on. You run to your parents like, ooh, can I get this? And you're like, no. Oh, the toy commercials. And oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Abs- yeah. That was, was full. Yeah. They were they were kicking they were in the flooded, high flooded, Flooded. Oh, yeah. With new and exciting toys for so, a commercial.
0: So one of the things we didn't really do we well, like we didn't go to the mall a lot, but like we would every so often, we would go to the mall for Santa to to sit on, you know, meet Santa and everything like that. Yeah, did we, you have like an annual Santa visit that you would go to?
1: We used to go to the one um, in uh, the city in Macy's. Oh wow, you'd go in. That's like legit. Then we we used to take a family trip and we visit Rockefeller Center. Um, we would go see the Rockettes, or um, I, I'm going to get criticized for forgetting the name, but what's the um. It's the Nutcracker. The Nutcracker. There we go. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> I only know it because it's like my least favorite show to go to. Well, you know, when you're a kid, there's pretty colors and stuff like that. Yeah, I but went to when it when as an adult-, adult, like two or three years ago, and I was like, I'm, I'm not, sorry, I'm it's, not doing this anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Maybe it's just the ballot. I don't do. It's boring
0: to me. There's no like okay, the dance I mean, is very impressive, but like it's just boring to me. Like there's no singing. It's just it's music and people walking around looking really upset that their toes really hurt. Like I can I can see the pain on their faces. It's a ballet. It is. It's a ballet. It's just not my thing. Like it, it's, no judgment to somebody who loves the ballet. It's
1: totally fine. I just it's not for me. And uh yeah, we used to go see Santa and I remember distinctly Santa in Macy's is was like all the way at the top floor. Yeah. And at a certain point you got to a certain level and you knew you were getting close to Santa because the escalator switched from like a standard escalator to wood. They were oh, wood really? escalators leading to the I guess this is Santa. what they would have
0: had back in the day, right? Yeah, they're
1: the original escalators that yeah. Macy's had back whenever they started. Huh. And then we used to go to FAO Schwartz. Oh, I, I've been there once before they sh-
0: but you know, because they're they're shut down now, right? Yeah, they're gone. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. But they're coming back. Like, I know you can buy their stuff in stores. It's not the same thing, obviously. No, it's not
1: the same thing. And
0: that place used to be like a magical, magical well, I, place for kids. I first saw it on the movie Big with Tom Hanks. Yep. Right. Where yep. he's going and he's playing on the standing piano and all that stuff. Um, I, like I said, I, I, I went there one time. I didn't even get to do the piano, but, um, No, man, like, that's the thing. Like, I'm jealous of you, Lou, too, because Lou is from Long Island. Like, I'm sure he went into the city every so often for this stuff. But, like, to me, New York City is, like, when you think of Christmas time, like, you say Christmas in the city. The first city you think of is New York, right? Yeah, pretty much. Honorable mention runner-up is, like, Chicago. Because I feel like there's a lot of Christmas stuff in Chicago, but New York City is like the mecca for, you know, you've got Rockefeller Center, you've got the tree there, you know, you've got the, did you ever do the ice skating there at Rockefeller Center?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Back when I was playing Little League hockey, we went ice skating there once. We, I think it was a school trip actually.
0: Oh, nice. See, I mean, so you got all these cool things. Um, No, that's great, man. Yeah. So, so you saw Santa, I, I, I went and saw Santa at the mall um, or, you know, he would show up at a party that we had gone to. I know my dad's um, where he worked, he worked at the the correctional facility up in upstate new york and they would have like a for for all the, the prison guards like their families like a christmas party and santa would usually come to that so you, at the very least we would see santa in some form pretty much every year at least for the you know the early years of our lives yeah um and so of course usually i would have you know my list form or what have you or ask for one or two things but uh yeah um so you saw santa um let's i mean so you're 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 having a hard time focusing in school. Same here. Like, I just was too excited for Christmas. I'm counting it down. Uh, I tell you what, man. Like, it, to me now, like, as a 35-year-old, like, it's flying by. Like, Thanksgiving to me was like yesterday, and now we're 10 days out from Christmas. Oh, yeah. But but my kids, I'm sure, are going crazy right now because it's just dragging for them. Yep. Um, because they're incredibly excited, and understandably so. So... All right, so while you're not focusing on school, you're home. You mentioned you watch a lot of those you know, Saturday morning cartoons, toy commercials. Uh, What about Christmas specials, though? Were you guys – was that like a family thing for you guys that you would – because they would always have them on TV every night.
1: So we would watch a couple of Christmas movies together. Okay. Like Um, what are some that you remember? Miracle on 24th Street. 34th Street. 34th Street. (laughs) That's where Macy's is, Dan. 24th Street. I can't believe I just said that. Little piece of the New Yorker would be just died. Wow. What's and, on 24th and, and Street? I played, and I played uh, Santa in Miracle on 34th Street in a school play. Oh, boy, are you sure you didn't play it in Miracle on 24th Street? You I, might have. I mean, it was a grade school play, so it was probably the 24th Street version. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what store would be on the 24th Street that Santa would be at? I don't know. It's probably a lot of Chinese restaurants. Or like a Rite Aid. Or
1: a Rite Aid, yeah. <laughs> 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 so um, Miracle on 34th Street. Now, which one did you watch? The black the, and white one or the new one? Black and
0: white one. Okay, I say new. It's like from nineteen ninety one, so it's like thirty years old. But
1: um, uh, we would watch uh, a Christmas Carol. Which version? The Muppets. Yes, best version. It's the best version. It is. Yeah. It is. It is it, is. It, it? And it also is my favorite Christmas movie.
0: Really? Okay. Yes, well, that's, that's the cat's out of the bag. There. There. It, so. So. Um, and uh, all right.
1: Uh, uh,
0: By the way, side note: Did you know that there was like an extended version back in the day? Of like what? of the Christmas Carol. Muppet's Christmas Carol had no. extra scenes. No. And then every and I forget how long they aired it without those where people almost kind of forgot them. But then this is exciting. I'm I'm glad you don't know this. Disney Plus just released the original version with all the added scenes back in. I know what I'm doing
1: after this. So go I was gonna say, <laughs> go watch it.
0: And if that's the one you remember, then you always watch the extended version. But I'm pretty sure they cut the extended scenes years ago and then any, on any re airings they just never included them again. Wow. Until now. Wow. So there you go. Learn something every day. And um, it's a wonderful life. Oh, that's a great one. That was my mom's favorite, I think. Yeah. it's No. Um, I'm trying to think if we watched any together. I don't know if we did. I remember watching. I mean, my mom had like a tape of Christmas specials. Mm. Um, So like, and on it, I remember it had the Grinch. It had Garfield. It had Frosty the Snowman. It had one called um, A Wish for Wings That Work. It was an Opus and Bill. Remember the Opus and Bill oh, comic strip? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They made like an animated special. I honestly was, I thought it was a cartoon that you could watch every week. It wasn't. It was just a one-off 30-minute special. Um, and It was great. I loved it. Um, What else was on there? Do you remember Dinosaurs? Remember the show Dinosaurs? Of course
1: I remember Dinosaurs.
0: Do you remember their Christmas special?
1: I do remember their Christmas special. Happy, It was Barely, Refrigerator Day.
0: Yeah. That's right. They, they were celebrating the refrigerator, because that's what made dinosaurs settle down and start
1: staying in one place, because they could keep food cold. Yep. It was brilliant, that as far as I'm concerned. That show, when I first saw it, scared the daylights out of me. Well, because there's dinosaurs wearing flannel shirts. That's terrifying. A baby was scared the crap out of me. <laughs> it was creepy.
0: It was a creepy. Yeah. It was creepy. Well, because it was like pink. It was almost human looking. Yeah. Right? It was a little too a close nose. to home
1: kind of thing, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, did they make it skin colored on purpose? I feel like they had to. They if. had to. Yeah. They had to. That's just creepy. Um, So we had that tape, and I would watch it. I mean, I wore that tape out. Like, because I was, that was like one tape that I would actually watch year round. Cause that was like, to me, it was like a lullaby. Like, I could put that on my TV. If I had a TV in my room, I would put it on. I could fall asleep in 10 minutes. Like, that's. I just I re, I re, you know memorized every sound in those those specials. Um, I actually have a, a, a bootleg DVD now of a bunch of those. Now, like I've got Garfield, I've got uh, Frosty, I've got Grinch, and then I've, I've got all like the stop motion ones, like the Rudolph and the Santa Claus is coming yep. to yep. town. Did you ever like those, by the way? Because those are pretty polarizing. Yeah, like the
1: Rudolph and all that stuff. I did when I was a kid, and my parents wouldn't watch those because they couldn't they couldn't take it. They didn't like it, but um, you know, I I'd, I'd, I'd watch them on my own and. When I was a kid, I thought they were cool. Yeah. And I watch them now, I'm like, eh. I just, I don't know. These are a I little think janky.
0: They're, they're janky. Not even that, though. Just like, I feel like they just, they're just didn't age well. No, you know what I mean? As far well as just, like, you can watch it and feel nostalgic, but you can't, I, I don't know. And I say that my kids love them, so I don't know. Maybe it's resonating well, it's with when, young when you, when children. When you're a kid, you got to be a kid yeah. to
1: really in, enjoy them. Now, I yeah. have a question for you. Sure, yeah. And this is a long-debated, controversial question when it comes to Christmas. Okay. Die Hard. Oh Christmas my God, really?
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, here's my criteria. And I've, I've discussed this before. I think I may have even discussed this on a previous episode. But may, if not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to set the record straight now. To me, a Christmas movie is one that can only be enjoyed at Christmas time and no other time of the year without you being kind of a creep. Okay? Fair. So, for example, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen, you're probably not going to watch that in July. Well, maybe July because of Christmas in July. You're probably not going to watch that in April. Probably right it's not it's not, no. no, not going to no, be no, no, it's not, not. going to be on TV we'll say that like they're not going to have a showing of the Santa Claus Die Hard on the other hand is shown on TV year round It happens to take place at Christmas, but to be honest with you, most of that movie could have been pulled off just as easily without Christmas being a factor. So as much as I love Die Hard, and I genuinely do, and I will use Christmas as an excuse to watch it, just to say, oh, it's Christmas, might as well watch Die Hard, but I do not consider it a Christmas movie because I can enjoy that movie any time of the year. What are your thoughts? It's a Christmas movie.
1: Ah, But But you'll watch it outside of Christmas. It's a Christmas movie that you can enjoy any time of the year.
0: Okay, so let's. uh, Even though Bruce Willis says it's not a Christmas movie, it's a Christmas (laughs) movie. (laughs) I mean, if it's coming from the man himself, nope, he's wrong. Okay, (laughs) you you tell him he's wrong next time you see him. No thanks. Um. All right. So okay. Well, in that vein, then, what are some other Christmas but not Christmas movies in your opinion? Um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's it to me, honestly. It's a Halloween mathem- movie. Mathematically speaking, it's a Thanksgiving movie because it's True. right in the middle. That is a Thanksgiving you know, you're, movie. You're yeah. just doing. That's just simple math. You're dividing by two, and and you get right in the middle there. Um, but yes, we actually will watch that at a Halloween. We don't usually watch it at Thanksgiving or Christmas time in our house. So I would agree. I I I think it's that's more of a Halloween movie than it is a Christmas. movie. I would say it's a holiday movie. It's a holiday movie. It's a Q3 than- movie. <laughs>
1: It's a Q3 movie. It's a Q3 there movie. There you go. It's a Q3 movie. <laughs> That's my
0: corporate speak coming out. Um, yeah, no, I, we don't we don't watch it at Christmas time. And because and, and you know, as I've actually thought about this way more than I probably need to, um, the whole basis is that it is the people of Halloween looking at something new. So the perspective is from a Halloween. You know, point of view exactly. So, ergo vis a vis, it's got to be a Halloween movie that happens to explore other things. Correct. And so, holiday movie. There it is. Q three. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, I'll throw another one at you. Then we're 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 holding this bag of movies out here. Um, Christmas or not, Lethal Weapon. What are your thoughts? The
1: original Wh- Lethal Weapon. Oh, okay, I was gonna say which one. Yeah. Um. Hmm. That's another one that happens at Christmas time. It does. Uh I, I mm, nah, mm. See if you're going to say die hard is and you have to say Lethal um, the weapon is. Why? That's why I'm I'm torn here. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I'd say it's a Christmas movie too. Okay.
0: And I would say, much like Die Hard, it is not a Christmas movie, but it is one that I can enjoy year-round, and I acknowledge the fact that it takes place at Christmas. Although, I would say even less than Die Hard, does that
1: involve the actual holiday of Christmas? True. And and the reason I say Die Hard is a Christmas movie, because it's in Christmas, it happens at a Christmas party. Yes. You know, so on and so forth.
0: That's true. And and I guess that's the whole plot, is well, because there's... The whole debate of like, well, they wouldn't have taken over the skyscraper if like if, if there was a full office or what. It's like, no, you could have had any excuse to have that be the setting True. without it being Christmas, and they could have made it work. But any anyway. July party, whatever. Or just once someone even said like, well, what about like an open house? a brand new office building, they just invited some executives to celebrate the open house. Yeah, or whatever. but they didn't. They picked Christmas. I know, but why? Because <laughs> <sighs> it's a Christmas it. movie whatever it's not okay um are are there any other ones that fall in that list of like they happen to be taking place at christmas but you know could be debated uh star uh, wars christmas no, special no that's just trash that's what i'm that's saying, saying. <laughs> 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 that's not to be enjoyed ever by anyone ever actually um i don't know man like <sighs> Those are the only ones that like, to me, there's another one, I actually just watched it recently that I feel like I could probably watch it other times of the year, but Christmas really makes it more special. Uh, Did you ever see the movie The Family Man with Nicolas Cage?
1: No, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Do you know what it, like, have you heard of it? It sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't say I remember anything about it so i'll give you a kind of a brief synopsis because i just watched it and i've decided it is
0: one of my favorite movies now um so nicholas cage is just like basically starts off in the 80s he's supposed to be like this young 20 something year old breaks up with his smoking hot girlfriend played by tay leone uh he got a job offer overseas actually an internship uh overseas for like a banking firm or like an investment firm one of those like wall street type deals right and his girlfriend's like no don't go like it just let's start our life now let's let's do that he and basically long story short he chooses his his career over her so he goes to london they break up and then he you know fast forward 13 years later he's now this high falutin, you know very powerful you know like investor type whatever on wall street um i think he's in like mergers and
1: acquisitions actually because that's like a kind of a so mini that's plot always, point. That's always the plot point.
0: Well of right. course it is, yeah. But he's got the penthouse apartment. He's got the, you know, the sleeping with all the different women. You know, he's enjoying his life, right? He's a he's a bachelor. And uh, so long story short, he gets into an altercation where um he meets up with, I guess it's an angel or a demon, depending on how you want to look at it, uh, played by none other than Rhodey from Iron Man and, and all that. Um, <laughs> what's his Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. And so basically he says, I'm going to give you a glimpse. And he says, well, what does that mean? So he goes to bed and he wakes up. And he wakes up next to his girlfriend from 13 years ago.
1: Oh, But they're married.
0: So he never left for that job. He stays. He marries her. They have a family. They live in New Jersey now instead of New York City. And so he's like, what the hell is going on? And so he basically lives this life. He learns that it's just a glimpse of what could be. And at first, he's super miserable. He's like, well, this is lame. I live in New Jersey with a minivan. This is stupid. Um, anyway, very quickly and, and predictably, I'm sure you can imagine, uh, he starts to fall in love with his family. He really falls in love with his now wife, yep. who, to, from her perspective, has been with him for 13 years. And he's all of a sudden you know, getting used to being with her again. And then it ends with him waking up back in his own bed. Almost like a kind of an It's a Wonderful Life alternate, like what would have happened if something changed. Like a Christmas Carol kind of... Yeah, that whole kind of vein, I think that's what they are going for, because it starts off on Christmas, but then, I mean, it takes place over several months in this alternate universe right. where he's got a family, but then it goes back to Christmas at the end. So that's why it's probably more of a Christmas movie. Yep. Um, And then he, you know, just in case you're wondering how it ends, he basically ends up meeting up with her in the present day where they're not together in the in the, the main universe and is like, hey, I just I saw our future together, like, you know, he, without being too weird, he was like, just have coffee with me. He wants to reconnect with her and see if they can actually have that again, because she was truly his his soulmate or whatever. Right. Um, it's a very sweet movie. Um, but anyway, Christmas is a big plot point of it. So I, I would say it's probably considered a Christmas movie, but it's one that I could enjoy year round. So it's like more Christmassy than Die Hard, but less Christmassy than like the Santa Claus. I gotcha.
1: Yeah. So right, you know what? The second you said he wakes up in the bed next to his uh, wife, I'm like, no, I have seen this. Like yes alternate reality movie yeah, yeah yeah great i it's a fantastic it's actually movie. a very good movie it's one of his better it, ones
0: it is no I, I like most nicolas cage movies I, I granted i haven't seen like probably 80% of what he's put out in the last 20 years because it's a lot um you know i'm thinking nicolas cage from like face off and the rock and um con air con air there was one i saw in the early 2000s that i do recommend it's called matchstick men do you ever see that oh it's a great
1: movie
0: was it con artist oh it's so yeah, good. Oh, it's so anyway good.
1: All right, well, listen, let that was another one.
0: I never saw that, but you know that the guy that that's based off of just got sent back to Russia.
1: Yeah, that's, well, we won't so, get into that, but-
0: Well, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> let's, listen, this is not a Nicolas Cage and in, in, in Russia podcast, so let's get back to Christmas here. Um, all right, so Christmas movies, um, do you remember, like, you remember how a lot of the shows we'd watch would have like the Christmas episode, right? Whether it was yep. the cartoon, absolutely. Or, uh, I know. Big shout out to Rugrats—they had the Hanukkah episode, which I thought was really cool. That
1: was very nice, actually.
0: Because honestly, that's how I learned about. I, technically, I'm Jewish. Um, for those of you who don't know that are listening, uh, because my mom's mom was Jewish. It's it's a whole mother's side of the family thing. So technically, I'm Jewish, but not really. So I say I'm Jewish. You see that? You see what I did there? Uh, So I'm Jewish, meaning we've never celebrated a single Jewish holiday. My grandmother did, but we, like, like stopped. Basically, once she divorced my grandfather, who was not Jewish, like, basically, she stopped celebrating Jewish holidays long before uh, I came into the picture, or even, like, my, my mom came into the picture. Like, it was all, you know, Christian holidays that we celebrated, so, like, Easter and all that stuff. Anyway, so I didn't really know anything about Hanukkah until I watched the Rugrats animated special. Um, Hmm. which I thought was really cool because I was like, this is great. I had no idea this was a thing. And then apparently I found out after that, oh yeah, you're Jewish. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. (laughs) So, um, so that's how I learned about Hanukkah. Right. Um, but anyway, do you have any favorites of like the, the, the one-off Christmas episodes
1: of a show you watched as a kid? Oh, that's a tough one. Do I remember any of them? I know the Power Rangers always did at least in season 2 they i think they had a christmas episode i think they did and i don't i don't remember if it was very good but they did they did have a christmas episode okay um oh, any of the other shows i watch have a christmas special
0: well the rugrats yep and then you had a lot of the nickelodeon ones did like i remember a lot actually the nickelodeon ones did one of my Saved
1: favorites
0: say by the bell did boy meets world yep um yeah, you know, so all those and and we'll do a TGIF episode in the future, too. But yeah, no, a lot of those would have the Christmas special. They'd usually have a hollow. I remember Roseanne always had a good Halloween special and a pretty good Christmas episode as well. Yep. yep. Oh, um, Home Improvement. Yep, Home Improvement had really good ones. Um, so, yeah, so they were they were kind of part of... They usually showed up, like, if you were to just scroll through each season's episodes on Netflix or whatever, usually around episode 12 or 13 is when they would pop up with the Christmas one. And then usually episode 5 or 6 was Halloween.
1: Yeah, so a lot of the shows I watched when I was a kid were... So, Star Trek, mostly. And okay. like the sci-fi shows, they didn't really have... Christmas episodes, because in the well, Star Christmas Trek universe, exist Christmas doesn't really exist. Yeah, <laughs> So there it is. Um well, mean, they kind of they kind of mentioned it, and I think there are one or two episodes of the Next Generation that kind of like touched on Christmas as like they were doing like a nostalgic celebration, yeah, you know, kind of thing. But you know, Christmas hadn't existed for like two hundred years or three hundred years, no. kind of thing.
0: Yeah, so it's it was was antiquated at that point, right? So all right, so that's you know kind of covering the TV portion of celebrating Christmas.
1: I guess we'll call it the TV portion. And so uh, speaking of learning about Hanukkah, I'll give a shout out to both my Catholic schools, both grammar and high school. Yeah, we used to celebrate and do um, some Hanukkah celebrations. They wanted us to learn about Hanukkah because well, sure, for anybody who knows about religion, Judaism is the ancestor of Christianity.
0: It's the prequel. We use crawling. the prequel.
1: It's all the prequel. Yeah. And, um, you know, they wanted us to understand kind of like where the celebration came from. Yeah. Now, well, let me ask you this,
0: because I've never actually asked this to anyone that went to Catholic school. Did you ever get any Jewish people that went to Catholic school just because it was a good school or not really? They usually would go to Hebrew school, I guess. No, They they went to better schools. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, fair enough um (laughs) but my dad's best
1: friend uh is jewish and he's like an uncle to me so we actually call him uncle sheldon and he's jewish and they always used to celebrate so we always kind of like yeah at christmas if he came over we kind of did a shout out to Hanukkah.
0: absolutely man of course so all right so let's go back to school for a minute because you had a couple weeks before the big day um anything weird in school like did 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 like did you dress differently well you had a uniform so i was gonna say probably not but like like for we me a, like we had
1: a, a dress down day i think okay the day before winter break um we would also have half days the day before yes we, break. same thing for us yep. and but our half day was basically mass
0: oh that sucks we ours was like, like let's Christmas have a mass. party in the classroom no and it was and it was dope um Oh well, that sucks.
1: I'm sorry. Well, no, I don't want to say it sucks. That's that's not fair. But no, it, 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 this is this again. This is a personal feeling. I didn't like it. That's <laughs> but that's a personal thing. I'm sure there are people out there who enjoyed it.
0: But hey, listen, uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, no judgment on either side. But um, what about okay? So like the reason what I was getting at with school was obviously talking about like school parties, but like um. Did you have any, like, they're considered ugly sweaters now on purpose, but back in the day, they were just, if your grandmother knitted you a really, really heavy, itchy sweater that happened to be really loud, I mean, you would just call it a sweater back then. Did you have any of what's considered an ugly sweater? Did you have anything like that back then?
1: No, not back then, but I had ugly sweaters, but where I had to wear them were to my parents' office Christmas parties. Oh, yeah, of course. Because they happened during the winter break, so, you know, I'd go to my dad's office and... Uh, I would had to wear whatever horrible piece of Christmas attire I got, <laughs> and then I'd have to wear it again when I went to my mom's Christmas party. Okay. But at both places, um, there was another kid there who I was friends with, and we used to run around with Nerf guns.
0: Oh, there you go. Shooting at each other. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, the f- when you said my parents brought me to their office Christmas party. Was that a thing? Like, because I feel like nowadays, like, I haven't had a, a company Christmas party in a while just because of, you know, where I've worked. But, like, when I have, it was like a legit, like, you can bring your spouse, but we're getting schwaisty faced. Well, like, yeah. Was
1: it wasn't like that? Oh, but yeah. You just happened to tag along? Like, how did that work? Well, so I was off and I had yeah. to go somewhere and my grandparents couldn't always watch me. Gotcha. So okay. I'd go in with my dad. And then later that week, I'd go in with my mom. And because I had to work, yeah, you know, uh, and I'd go in and they'd have office Christmas parties, and I'd run around like a maniac. And by four o'clock, I was passed out because oh, okay, everyone in the office thought I was adorable and would give me candy, and I, would you know, be high for the entire day on a sugar rush and then <laughs> just collapse.
0: <laughs> oh, those, those are those are the days where you could wake up and not feel like total shit. I yeah, mean. no, you'd it'd take you. <laughs>
1: two hours to recover with a nap. And then you're like, all right, let's You're get at it. you good to
0: go. Like now, dude, I tell you what, man, like we've had a couple of things like at the office where they had like, you know, a bunch of like baked goods, like cookies and brownies and stuff. And, you know, I, I, I have a sweet tooth. Like I will admit this, like, it's like my Achilles heel. Like if there's candy or whatever, I'm going to eat it, that's, that's just my thing. But if I eat too much, like not only do I feel like crap for the rest of the day, like I don't sleep well. And then I wake up the next day basically with a hangover, like yeah. not like a total hangover, but like I got a headache or like I've got serious. Serious indigestion, like it's it just sticks with you, man. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, no, uh, all I, that to
1: say- <laughs> I, I, I I hear you, and it just it gets yeah. a little harder the older you get. Well,
0: speaking of candy, and I just I just thought of this, but I want to get your thoughts on this because apparently this is now something I need to see schools of thought on, because I thought there was only one way, but my children have now proven otherwise. So, candy canes. First off, where do you weigh in on candy canes? I like candy canes. You like candy canes. Okay. So, you got a candy cane. Hang on. I like
1: original
0: candy canes. So, you don't like the flavored candy canes? Some of them. Some of them are good, but
1: some of them are just train wrecks.
0: All right, well, let's talk about that for a minute, that little sidebar here. So you, back in the day, we would have Christmas parties at school, and you'd always inevitably get a couple of candy canes, right. and I never loved the peppermint. As an adult, I think I like it a lot more, just the peppermint flavor is good, but I mean, I would get excited for like a blueberry or like a cherry candy cane. Was it, what were you, okay, pick, give me give me two, give me one that was really good, and one that you would just not even touch, you'd throw it away or give it to somebody else.
1: Uh, well, the original peppermint. Great. Okay, that water- was always a
0: go-to watermelon. For like or hate, hate, hate. But you you don't like watermelon candy in
1: general, do you? No, no, no. that's not true. You got to be a water. Oh. You got to be a watermelon Jolly Rancher. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. But a jo- but a watermelon a candy, candy cane. Can. At least back be- at least back in the nineties, it wasn't good. I, I was going to say, is it because you were expecting mint, or because of the way they made it, it just didn't taste good? No, it didn't taste good. It tasted like uh, it tasted like if. It tasted all like artificial watermelon. Well, that's what they all are, man. Yeah, I know they are, <laughs> but it tasted fake. Okay. It had like a, I don't know, I, I didn't like
0: it. I wonder if it's because candy cane, the candy in a candy cane is a different texture than like a Jolly Rancher where that's, that? you know, it's, it's not by much. I, I mean, I guess, but like a candy cane's not clear, first of all. It's true. A, so, however it's made, you know what I mean. Versus a Jolly Rancher's like a basically just syrup that's hardened is what right. a Jolly Rancher yep. is. So I don't know. Um, all right, you know what they make because I got so many of them now is like the um, I want to try these. They're the hot tamales, cinnamon ones. Oh, I feel like I could get into a cinnamon candy cane. That like might for not real, be too though. bad. I'm saying because it's got that bit of a spice, you know, like different than peppermint, but still kind of holiday ish. You know, it's cinnamon very much associated with the winter. You know what
1: that'd be good in. What's that? Hot toddy.
0: I've never had a hot toddy. You've never had a hot toddy. I mean, as a kid, obviously, and as a kid,
1: and just as an adult, I mean, just never so made them. You should make yourself a hot toddy the next time you feel like the sniffles. Okay. make Yourself a hot toddy. Get one of those candy canes and put the candy cane it's in there. A little swirly, a little, little swirly action. Swirly. Yeah, I okay. think that'd be really good. Actually,
0: I could do. Or you know, well, I was, honestly, I was thinking it was like a hot spiked cider. That too. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So
1: like a hard apple cider or something like that. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? So, all right. Anyway, that was a total tangent. Not what I was going to ask you though, as far <laughs> as candy canes go. So back to that for a second here. Um, when you have a candy cane and you unwrap it and it's one that you like to eat, do you, uh, this is going to sound so, I'm sorry. Do you suck on it or do you, do you go straight for it? Like what's your approach to consuming? That's a good word. Consuming a candy cane. I suck hard. There it is. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm no, sorry. sorry. I, I used to, um, I used to lick it and, uh, that doesn't sound any better. Did you
0: ever? <laughs> okay. So when you you're just going to have your... to say it,
1: I used, I used to suck it. Um, cause and like then it would just pop. And yeah. Okay. I, what I used to try and do, and this might make me a, a crazy person, but, um, I used to try to, to it stab
0: it, things when it got really pointy, tried to get it as sharp as I could. Yes, there it is. Okay. No, that's, that's normal. Okay. I just want you to know that's how I thought it was always done. My kids Will open a candy cane up all the way. They will put it in their mouth and just chomp down on that mofo. Like Not they'll just that, chew. It. They'll do the same thing with like peppermints. Like they'll just eat it. They won't suck on it. They'll just chew it like it's regular, like a candy. Wow. Yes. Okay. Where does so Beth that's land on this? I don't know. I haven't asked her yet. I got to feel. She's probably in my camp. I got to assume because she's. I think she's the one who first said like she saw them do it and like just got this look like this. He's a sociopath. He's crazy. This is nuts. I don't know, but like chomping down on them though. I like your kids. They're good kids, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. It's hard to. I don't know, man. That's weird. I'll see over the next few years. I'm gonna see how this unfolds. Hopefully, as they get older, they get wiser. Yeah, or honestly, maybe all the kids are doing it, and that's why they do it, and that's just the new thing.
1: Maybe I don't know. You know, I feel like like that's a good way
0: to get cavities. Probably. Well, I mean they brush your teeth and all, but like well, he'll do that with like a Tootsie Pop though. Like he'll just open it up and like he'll he'll be like the owl in the commercial. He'll do three licks and he'll chomp down.
1: He doesn't like crack teeth doing that? Jeez. No,
0: dude. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Kids have It's jaws pretty impressive. Of steel. I, I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. Well, since we're on the topic of of Christmas treats, is there any that's like even to this day, maybe like a go to? Like if it's gonna be there, you know you're gonna eat it? but it's not something that's necessarily made year-round. Like a Christmas cookie, obviously, a very obvious example, or gingerbread cookie, whatever. But
1: uh, The Reese's Christmas trees. It's a Reese's peanut butter cup. No, though. they're different. They taste They taste better. They taste triangular they, they is what use, you're telling me? They use different... No, they taste tree. <laughs> <laughs> they use different chocolate. They use different peanut butter. I don't know. They just taste better. Oh, my God. I, that's, I don't believe that. That's okay. <laughs> all
0: right, fine, fine. Whatever. That's your answer. I don't care. So for me, it's going there's two. Um one is a is a gingerbread cookie. I oh, love gingerbread.
1: Uh, we weren't we didn't I thought we were talking about candy, we didn't mention cookies. I said treats. Oh well you did say that.
0: Yeah, so, I uh, said treats. And you didn't yeah, so okay. So alright, is there is there something else then that's not the same thing as that's sold
1: year round, like a Reese's? Oh yeah, well then definitely like you were gonna say, gingerbread cookies for sure. Okay. Um yeah. and then like Christmas cookies galore. Um, yeah. Cause they
0: were like it wasn't like a chalk it was like a sugar cookie, but it wasn't that sweet because you'd put icing on it. We we always my mom had this recipe where it was basically like powdered sugar and water with food coloring and then we would like paint the cookies with it. Yep. Was it did you did you do that? Was that a thing? No, we did it in school though. Okay. Yeah. Which is a mess. But, oh, I'm sure. Well, the food coloring just would get everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So, but we loved it because my mom would let us. Like I said, she would let us do it and decorate. We'd throw on like the the well. We okay. We call them sprinkles. Do you call them sprinkles or jimmies? By They're the way, sprinkles. Thank you. Okay, I thought so. All right. <clears throat> if my wife ends up listening to this, they're sprinkles, Beth. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'd also throw, you know, we'd throw in the sprinkles. We had all different kinds. And so we could like decorate them ourselves. Then we'd all, we'd literally, we would lay them out and they would, they would dry. And, and my mom would basically start making cookies early December and just like keep making them until about halfway through the month. And then we'd have like a pretty good supply to get us through
1: essentially the holiday season at that point. I was made Wookiee cookies one year. What is a Wookiee cookie? It's a gingerbread cookie. With like icing like the sash of Chewbacca. Oh, nice. And you take like a knife and like make little hairs on them and stuff like that. I like that. They were they were fantastic. You,
0: th- you know what I thought you were gonna say? It was a gingerbread cookie that wasn't cooled yet that drops on the floor and gets dog hair all over it and you put it back on the table <laughs> to, d- to cool. That's,
1: That's a Wookiee not- cookie. That's horrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad it wasn't that. I'm just, no, it's
1: I, it's a gingerbread cookie made to. Look that's like what I pictured
0: in my head. Yeah did you uh, did you ever hear that one song? It's like, what can you get a Wookie for Christmas when he already owns a comb? No,
1: you never heard that song. I don't think I've ever heard that song.
0: Oh, go listen to it. It's really good. Okay, I just, I'm not going to do it right sang. now, but you know. Well, no, not right now. I'm just and I just sang most of it to you, so you know it's it's fine. <laughs> wait a little bit. Let it let it settle, and then go back to it. Um. All right, well, well, that's perfectly organic transition into Christmas music. Do you have like, like? I'll tell you this right now. I have a very different point of view on Christmas music. Ever since I worked at a radio station that only played Christmas music starting in November, uh, like yeah, ruined it for me. Yeah. Uh, but there, yeah. there are songs now though that I do still love. Um, there are certainly ones that I hate. Like I'll tell you what I hate because it it played every hour on the hour was Sleigh Ride. Do you know that song? Yeah. Just hear the sleigh bells yep. jingle. Yep. Yeah, hate that song with a passion. <laughs> Can't stand it. What about you? Like, what are? Okay, sorry, I just started off really negative there. Let's talk about songs that you do love at well, Christmas time.
1: It's not. It's not going to get much better with me because uh, not. I didn't work. At work a in radio retail. station. You work in retail. They start playing those yeah. Christmas songs in September. Yes. Well, after Halloween. Yeah, And then it's Christmas songs, and it's just over and over and over and over again. Dominic the Donkey. If I never hear that song again, it'll be too soon.
0: You know, what's funny is my wife loves that song so much that she'll
1: play it in July. Like, don't even care. She'll just <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> my kids um, love it. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's a classic song. I've heard it too many times. I'm not yeah. going to say I hate it just because it's a classic. You wouldn't skip it if you were listening to a playlist, no. but you're not going to love it. You're going to tune out. I'm not going to I'm not going to really focus on it. Yeah. Um but other than that, Christmas songs I uh I enjoy um Jingle Bells. Okay. What do you
0: have a version that you like? Uh the original Jingle Bells. There's no original Jingle Bells original at this Jingle point. Bells. It's a public domain song. Everyone Whatever. covers Jingle Bells. I forget who
1: sings it.
0: <laughs> Like Sinatra? Do you like the Sinatra, Sinatra version? Th-
1: that's probably the one I'm talking about.
0: With the women? like The, yep, the, the, yep, the that's, ladies? That's who, the one. Yeah, That's a classic. It's not the original. <laughs> the song was written in like 18-something, so there's no original version of that song so, at this point. So the one that Frank Sinatra sang. The That was then covered by Michael Buble. Exactly.
1: Not that yeah. one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that, definitely not that one. Not that one. Uh, rocking Around the Christmas Tree. That's a good one, yep. Brenda, what's her name? Brenda something or other. And uh, when I was a kid, I was a big Elvis fan, so uh, Blue Christmas. Oh, that's a good one, too. I like yeah.
0: that. Yep. All right. Those are good. So for me, as a kid, um, actually, there's a couple. So one is Feliz Navidad.
1: Also a good one.
0: Uh, and the reason is because it was one of the songs that they played on the Christmas Eve on Sesame Street special from the 70s that we had on tape. Oh, yeah. It's where Big Bird's doing figure skating.
1: Oh, that's right. Uh huh. So many things that come back to me whenever we do. That. I know, isn't it great?
0: <laughs> so that's, that's that's why I I, always, I feel like I say this every episode. That's why I love doing this podcast because you know not only is it good conversation for us to remember things but you know if you're listening to this you might be thinking of things like oh my god i remember that too so hopefully that triggered something for you the christmas eve on sesame street special was one of my favorites that's another one that i watched every year um to the point where i'll find it on youtube now just to put it on and fall asleep to it because i just i love it so much but anyway so felice navidad from that show i love that song and i will listen to it every time it's on um also covered by Michael Bublé, but we'll not acknowledge that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Um, I do love the Chipmunk Christmas song. Yeah. yeah. I, I love it. I, I don't care. I I think it's terrific. Yeah. Um and then there's songs that I love now, but if we're talking about back then, those are probably the main two that I like loved hearing when I when they came on. Um and then I did love I always love Silent Night. One of my, just always loved a Silent good one. Night. That's definitely yeah. a good one. So, Silent Night was always a good one. Um, By, uh, as in it? which Silent Night, though? Well, that's what I'm trying to say. I think Aaron Neville is the one that I heard the most That's probably up. the one, yeah. Yeah, and I loved it. I mean, I, I think Aaron Neville's great. Actually, yeah, that's another one, too, is The Please Come Home for Christmas from Aaron Neville. Yep. I think Bon Jovi ended up covering it as well. Mm. Uh, that, it's not as good. No, I, Aaron Neville's the man. Aaron Neville is a guy. He is the human equivalent of Kenny G on the saxophone. Pretty much, if you hear him sing and you hear Kenny G playing the same note, you cannot tell the difference. No, no. So anyway, that's a challenge. Go listen to Kenny G and then listen to Aaron Neville, and you tell me which is which. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so those are the ones that I loved as a kid. As an adult, I do love. Like it's one of my favorites. I'll only listen to it at Christmas time, but I look forward to it. It's the first song I play when I start listening to Christmas music. It's it Mariah is Carrey, isn't it? It's not. I was going to say a really bad word, but I'm not going to say it. It's the holiday season and I'm pretty sure it already hit my curse quota for this episode. Uh screw that song. That song can die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that song now yeah. because that song, you know this, that song is played to death, to death. To death on the radio in stores. I hate that song. I mean, cannot. S- good I will Mariah skip that Carey, song.
1: But I, I can't. I can't.
0: It's her and Michael Bublé. They drag him out of their caves, November thirty first, <laughs> for their Christmas, and then they go back in their caves, December thirty first. Like that's it. That's, that's it. what they're known for now. They're done for. So anyway, uh, sorry, Mariah, if you're listening to this, I think you're a lovely person, but I hate that song <laughs> so much. Um. But no, my other one that I love, it's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, but it, it's definitely a newer rendition. It's by Sam Smith, if you know Sam Smith.
1: Yes. That's actually a really good song.
0: Love that version of the song. I will listen to that. That's the first one I will put on on my playlist to kick off the
1: holiday season. It just puts me in a good headspace. Yeah. All right. So, listen. And, uh, last last one for me was uh, oh, okay. um, uh, From a Muppet's Christmas Carol. It's the Ghost of Christmas Presents song. Oh, yeah. That's What's that called? Really I, I, don't what one. called. I, I don't know what it's called. I don't know.
0: Feels it's like, good though. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called, but it's great. Well, it's even better when it's sang by a giant muppet. Exactly. I mean, that just makes it any song better for that matter. So, all right. Well, listen, we we've talked all about, you know, leading up to the big day. And by big day, I'm talking Christmas Eve, because Christmas Eve was for us the the pinnacle of excitement, right? That was the that was the day, right? So all day, that was probably the slowest day of the
1: month for me. Yes. It just that dragged. because longest day of the entire year school is
0: done and there's not much to do. Like your friends are all probably traveling or gone or with their own family. So you're not really going outside to play necessarily. You might be, but in general it's family time, you're home and you're not allowed to play video games all day. At least I wasn't. I wasn't allowed to play video games all day. Cause like there was stuff to do around the house. I helped my mom clean the house because yep. we would host Christmas dinner. So, and it just, it just sucked. It was just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, and then, because we didn't do Christmas Eve dinner at our house. We had Christmas Day dinner. I know some families do Christmas Eve, like do it big. Like I know in the Italian, you know, culture, it's very big to do like the seven fish dish yeah. on Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's we never did that. I had it, like I dated I, a girl who was Italian once and I had it at her house. And it Oh was, my God. Yeah, I'm not a fish fan. Neither so mind. I just, I don't like seafood. Anyway, but did you do anything like Christmas Eve dinner? Did you have a Christmas, like a big thing for that or no? No, I mean, my mom
1: made dinner. As she did most nights, but yeah. it was just basically just me, mom, and dad. normal dinner. And it was just a normal dinner. I mean, maybe a little bit more extravagant than typical, but yeah, normally it was just dinner. Did
0: you do any? So, like, actually, I do remember this as I got a little bit older. Um, my, one of my uncles, um. He lived about forty five minutes away, but he had a big Christmas Eve party. When we got old enough, my parents would take us to. So Christmas Eve, as I got a little bit older, we went to a, a really fun party actually, and then you know, you know, went home. But as a kid, yeah, it was just it was just being home, normal dinner. And then um did you do like the the, the night before Christmas? Was that read to you as a kid before like Christmas Eve or no?
1: Yes. Okay. Yep, yep same here. Definitely so my dad and we yep. also used to do um one present Christmas Eve.
0: Yes. Well, we would do that. And then so for us, it was the siblings would give to each other. Mm. Obviously different for you because you're know you the only child. But yeah. So for us, it was, we would give each other one gift. Actually, I think the brothers would all exchange gifts that we got for each other. But yes, it was always something the night before. Um, And then we would always usually go up to sleep in the same room together on Christmas Eve. Like that was our big thing. Of course, we would never sleep. That's the thing, right? So did you, so so I was going to say, so like were you like the kid that would go to bed, or like you were up waiting? You were trying to listen for
1: Santa. Like, well, I always tried to listen for Santa, but my room is the top floor of the house. Oh, okay. So, like, my ceiling is like next stop roof. Yeah. So, if Santa's so you're, you're listening up for the there, roof. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna know. Yeah, I'm gonna know. But you know, I, I never heard of it. Um, but my parents would leave out cookies and milk, but they yep. also leave carrots outside for the, for the reindeer. reindeer. Absolutely.
0: That's a thing. You know what they do now? I don't, I think this is a newer thing, but like the reindeer food, which is basically like oatmeal and glitter, which is, right. you know, don't feed that to animals, folks. Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, you would like dump it on your lawn and the dead that's raccoon like raccoon outside the next day. You know, <laughs> and it, it was either that or you just all of a sudden you start seeing glitter and random animal droppings throughout the neighborhood. <laughs> you know, like, oh, well, I know where that came from. Um Yep. So we would do the carrots and the cookies, and then of course, you know, we'd wake up the next day. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. But you know, cookies were mostly eaten. There's very it's very messy eater Santa because there's always crumbs all over the plate. And it's yeah. Just, you know, clearly, and you know, like lip marks on the on the mug, and you know, whatever. Um,
1: no elf so yeah shelf yet. Yep.
0: Yep. So so anyway, so they would read us the book. We'd go to bed. We would not sleep nope. at all. Um, I swear, I heard him coming through our front door one time because we have a chimney, obviously. So he would have to, you know, he came in the front door at our house. And, um, yeah, I think we were wide awake by, I don't know, I want to say 6 a.m. at the latest. That's the late, I was going to
1: say. Yeah. You know, the sun definitely wasn't coming up yet. No. And so so, what did you
0: do? So, like, you were already awake. Your parents probably not. They're probably sleeping. Did you go get them or did you still
1: wait for them to come get you? I went to go get them one year. And I never did again. that was it. Again. <laughs> Because I went, and I was like, Mom, Dad, it's Christmas. You got to get up. And I think it was like 4 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And my dad said, come here. So I ran around to his side of the bed. He goes, go back to bed for two more hours. If you're outside of your room, I will tell Santa to bring all the presents back to the North Pole. And Christmas will be canceled. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Done. Okay. Good.
0: Yeah. So I remember... So our room was upstairs that we would sleep in, and my mom, our parents' room was like right across the hall, right? So we would always hear... You know, they were, it wasn't far for us to go get them. But I think as we got older, yeah, they said, don't, don't come get us. We'll come get you. And I think my mom was pretty good. So like six o'clock she would come in. It was still dark out. I remember it was still dark out and she would bring us breakfast upstairs. while you know, we were kind of, she was getting a cup of coffee. All right, let me just wake up for a minute and then we'll, we'll all go downstairs. Um, She would always bring us pop tarts. That was like our go-to breakfast
1: on Christmas day. Breakfast champions.
0: Well, it really is. And and to the point where it's it's a tradition now in 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 this Kemp household where, you know, I gotta go buy them probably next week is we're gonna get Pop Tarts and that'll be what we have in bed upstairs before we decide to go downstairs and see if Santa came. That is our tradition. That's nice. what we're gonna do. I love and it. so that's but this is where it started was growing up. We always had Pop Tarts. And so, all right. So listen, it's a big day. It's finally time to go downstairs and see what santa brought you you get downstairs and i don't know if i'm hoping it was like this in your house for us it was i mean it's also three kids so that certainly makes a difference but like wall-to-wall presence all over the floor like you can't really walk around it was quite a sight to see I, i mean was it similar in your i mean i know you're an only child and so obviously not as many i'm assuming but i don't know
1: well see as an only child i was spoiled rotten Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, so there were quite a few presents under the tree, and most of them yeah. were mine. Yeah. Um, okay. But uh, I remember before we opened presents, we all sat down and had breakfast together. Oh, God. That, did that drive you crazy? It made me wild because yeah. my mom would cook it f- I have to cook it first. And usually I'd get oh, yeah. pancakes, so I was excited about that. But, you know, I sat at the kitchen table, and where I sat, the tree was directly behind me. Oh, so you can't? You weren't even looking so at So I, I couldn't look at it, but I knew what was behind me because I had seen it when I come downstairs and I'm yeah. sitting there. I think I ate like, you know, to, my mom would always make me like one big pancake. I think I ate it in about four seconds every year. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, are we ready? She's like, no, we have to clean up and all this stuff. And she's oh, like, boy. you can go sit in the living room and sort all the presents. Oh God. So I'd be like, one for me, one for dad, one for mom, one for me. Two for me, three for me, four for me, five for nice. me, and then like my parents' gifts, I'd be like, "Those are for them," and just kind of kick them <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just was some generic pile. That's all them. This is me.
0: Um, you know, it's funny you say that. I remember now. Um, on the years that she wouldn't bring us pop tarts upstairs, we would have to eat breakfast first, and it was it was still pop tarts, but we would have to eat them downstairs. But we were allowed to take our stockings down. Because okay. we hung, remember we hung our stockings on the doorframe, we were allowed to take our stockings down and open up what was in our stockings while we ate breakfast before we opened the actual the the main presents.
1: Yeah, we actually never did anything in our stockings. What? Yeah, no, we just had it was, st- we had we had stockings for decoration, but we never really put them in there. No, nah, man, we filled those bad. Well, I didn't fill them,
0: but they were filled every Christmas Eve. They were filled, and it was great. And um, yeah, so we would do the stockings first, and then we would do uh, the presents, and so. For us again so if you're listening to this and you had siblings I I'm, I'm thinking you probably had a similar experience for us there was either two there was two schools of thought it was everyone for themselves just tear into those mofos until it's done <laughs> the problem with that is it's very exciting in the moment but then much like many things in life that are fantastic and they're over in 30 seconds it just goes by so fast so it just you know and then you don't really get to savor the moment so um, you know what I'm talking about. Right, yep. Anyway. <laughs> so, we what we would do, it was usually my mom, she we would take turns hand here's a present for Danny here's a present for Adam here's a present for Matt. And we would all open and we would all see what we opened. And then, you know, we would go around and, and it made it last a lot longer. So honestly, in hindsight, those are probably the years that were probably the leanest. I don't remember them necessarily, but maybe we had fewer presents. So they wanted to make it last longer. Um, maybe not, I don't know, but anyway, I, but, but I remember as we got older, it was all right, cool. You're all going to get a present and open it all at the same time, but it was still, we would, we would kind of pace ourselves. Um, I mean, what what about you?
1: yeah, it was it was kind of like Mom opens a present, Dad opens a present, Dan opens a present, yeah, so on and so forth. So everybody, you know, could get like acknowledged and you had to open the cards first. There was cards for every gift, no, 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 no. oh, okay. No, we had to open Christmas cards, so, like I'd give Mom and Dad a card. Mom oh, Dad I got give you. me a card. There was a card from Santa it was a card from my uncle, yada, yada yada, and so, so forth. Gotcha. So all the okay. cards had to get opened first, and okay. Then you could move on to presents.
0: Okay. All right. And so, all right. And then you, you would take turns and you open them all up and, um, all right, man. Well, well, listen, I think this is actually the perfect time to, uh, you know, bring a little guest list action into this, because if I, if I recall, you had, uh, curated a list of, was it your best Christmas gifts? Uh, it's the or... top 10 gifts that I got as a kid. As a kid. Okay. Perfect, man. Well, let's go and, you know, we're already at like an hour and 15, so we're not going to go. We're not going to dive too deep into these because maybe we'll even do a follow up, you know, for the YouTube channel, like best Christmas gifts that you got as a yeah. kid, you know, in general, yeah. it, w- what most kids got kind of deal. But uh, all right. Well, let's move on down here. Let's start with number 10. So.
1: The Talk Boy. Oh, from Home Alone. From Home Alone. Yeah. That, that was, was that was made for the movie, that, right? It like, was made for the movie. It was a toy yeah. made for the movie that they released. And it was great. Yes, I always wanted one of those. I didn't have one. I always wanted one. My friend I, had one. I don't even know what happened to it. I'm sure it's a gone <laughs> at this point. But oh, man. I okay. opened that, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's a thing from a movie. And I think it was the first thing from a movie that I had. Yeah, okay. Now it's- I
0: mean, they didn't make a lot of things from movies,
1: I no, feel. No, not really.
0: So the only other one I can think of is like they made a Turbo Man action figure Yes. when Jingle All the Way came out. And I know that because, again, same friend had one of those as well. I never had Turbo Man. Ah, me neither. That's okay. We didn't even talk about that. Jingle all the way! Fantastic Christmas movie.
1: That was a great movie. Yes, I, I, I for a toy. It's great. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I um I've been doing impressions on our Generation S TikTok page. They're, they're
1: fantastic. If you have you've seen, seen them, seen, I have seen them.
0: Thank you. So uh, I got a request. I haven't done it yet, but my friend wants me to record um one of me impersonating Arnold reading off the reindeer list. <laughs> do you do you want to hear it right now? I'll, I'll give you a sneak peek, please. I, okay, I can't. I can't wait. Are you ready? Dasha the of Vixen, Comet Donna Blitzen.
1: Oh God! Anyway,
0: all right, jury's out it for keeping that in the episode or not. Thank, I don't thank know. you for that. Anyway, that needs to stay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fine. All right. Talk boy number ten. Great choice there. All right. What you got for
1: number nine? Music. Like CDs, tapes? Like CDs. You used to get CD, you know, mostly CDs. Um, you know, sometime early on they were cassette tapes, but CDs. And I remember distinctly what I used to get every year was a couple of the CDs that I wanted and then the one generic one that I think pretty much everybody would get. Now that's what I get. Yes. Music. Okay.
0: And that was like the ultimate hits of like, here's what was popular right. this year or this
1: month, whatever it is now, because it's just there's so many of them. Yep, but I remember distinctly I'd always unwrap one CD and it would always be one of the now ones. Nice. See, I never got like
0: I got a I got a CD one time and I'm it was it's one of my favorite CDs, so it's it's certainly a good one. I got um it was Weird Al's Running with Scissors. <laughs> yep. Do you remember that album? Absolutely. And I loved it because it had the Star Wars parody, the saga begins yep. on it. It's and it great. was before it was before I had seen the Phantom Menace in theaters. But so it was like I felt like I kind of knew the plot before I even saw the movie, kind of deal.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> I, he he was a genius. I can't wait for that. Well, movie he still on his is. Life.
0: Oh, it's already out. It is. Yeah, it's I'm on. Uh, it's like it. Crackle or it's one of those like free streaming platforms. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, all right, man. Yeah. So so CDs. That's awesome. Um, always always a good thing to get. Uh, what do you got for number eight? Lego. Ooh, Lego's good. Lego yeah. sets. Lego. Let any Lego was great. That was the disadvantage of having siblings is that, like, Legos aren't cheap. And so yeah, no, I um, they weren't going to buy a Lego set for one kid and the other kid's getting socks, right? So, like, <laughs> it, it had to be equal. So uh, we always got good stuff. But Lego was certainly, I mean, even back then it was expensive. It's always That's always been expensive. Yeah. And I love Lego. Don't get me wrong. And, I, and I'm probably going to do an episode on Lego. But um, I always just had kind of a big tub of random Lego. I never had the sets. You know, as well, an adult, yeah. I have
1: a ton of them and I love them. That's how I got the big tub of Lego. Was all the sets that I used to get. Oh, and, and then you eventually, keep them and then oh, I mean, eventually I had them, and then I'd break them down and build other stuff, and then I'd lose the directions, and then they just became mystery parts. Well, you know what's really cool? I don't know if you know this or not, but they have an app Lego does where you can look
0: up every single instruction manual they ever made on your phone. You you have told me that in the past. It's and it's, it's terrific. Amazing. It is. It's honestly, I've used it a few times, so I have a set at my office that I keep on display. It's the um, the Mario Brothers question mark block. Yes, and a coworker of mine decided I'm going to mess with Dan's Legos and like accident. This, this was an accident, but he accidentally knocked off a few pieces on the inside of it. Oh no. And I, saw, I was pissed. So, but I look. I'd go, All right. Well, let me just see real quick. So, I, I had the app on my phone. I looked up the set. So, I had the instruction manual there. I could figure out where things went. I put it ten minutes. It's back together. It's it amazing.
1: Yeah, because so, that is the risk with Lego. Is if you drop yes. it, and you go, oh god. Yeah. Now what? Do you do you have a favorite Lego set from from your childhood? There was one set that came with. Um, it was like a. A space explorer set, and it came with like this white ship that was like two feet oh,
0: long. Oh, yes, that's really popular now. Actually, um, is that the one where the spaceman from the Lego movie came from? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. I um I saw those recently at a at a, at a museum. Um, there had like a Lego theme thing going on, so people brought in their sets. They just re released all those at a museum. Okay, but no, they weren't on display behind glass. People brought them in before oh, it was okay. it was a space-themed thing. Oh, so they brought in like all s- their space Legos. Stuff I, I
1: had as a kid is at a museum.
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, some of them might be, but yeah. no. <laughs> um, all right, man, so Legos for number eight. What you got for number seven?
1: Uh, box sets of Like tapes movies, DVDs or movies.
0: Yeah, like TV shows. TV shows,
1: whatever it was. You got a box set, either VHS or eventually DVDs. Yeah, because VHS, man, how big were those? I mean, they literally were in boxes. But I remember getting the Star Trek VHS box set of all the original movies. Oh, the movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. The movies. And the VHS formed the Enterprise, like when they were all put into the slots. Oh, like the box art? Yeah, the box art.
0: Oh yeah, I, like I used each. to love when they did that. They would, yeah, you would like you know what order to put them in because they would have a picture on the front. Exactly. I think Ninja Turtles did that with one of their DVD releases. Yep. I was love when they do that. So that. That stuff's really cool. because it does it, what it does. It makes you if you only have one or two, you have to get the rest to finish the picture. It was a genius marketing idea. It, yeah, well, you got them all at once, so you're you know they blew that load on you pretty quickly. <laughs> 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 oh man! All right, so box sets for number seven, good choice. All right, number six. Magic the Gathering cards. Oh yeah, you, we we've talked about this. I never got into Magic the Gathering, but that I know you were a big collector of those. Yeah, do, um, do you
1: still collect those? Or? Oh yeah, I you know, yeah. on you know not right now during Christmas tree season, but every Friday sure. I go play a a format called Modern at a, okay. a a card place on Long Island, and um, you know you go, you have a good time, you play cards, and yeah, I'm still into it. Yeah,
0: nice. Fun. And th- was Christmas what
1: kind of kicked that off for you, or uh? Kind of, you know, you'd always get a couple of packs here and there, but I don't think my parents really knew what they were doing. Gotcha. So they would go into whatever store and they said magic, the gathering on them. And they're like, all right, we'll we'll buy them three or four packs. And Yeah. And honestly, when I was a kid, I didn't know what I was doing with them either. So (laughs) now I wish I hadn't opened any of those packs, but. Well,
0: sure. Well, if you still play though, I mean, so you're opening
1: decks now, obviously, if you're playing with them, right? Well, I gave away all my really old magic cards in high school. That probably wasn't good then. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't.
0: <laughs> did you? Um, speaking of which, did you ever get into any other card games? I know we've talked about Yu Gi Oh. I know you did some of that, or still do, maybe. Um, still like, do. Did Yu-Gi-Oh. you oh Did Did you have Pokemon cards back in the day? I
1: had a few Pokemon cards. I never got into Pokemon. Okay, uh, I mean, I was into Pokemon, but the video games and stuff like that. I never Not the got card into game. the card game. No, uh, Yu Gi Oh. I was really big into for a long time. I was actually yeah. like uh, tournament level playing kind of thing, won a couple of championships, and um, Magic were the two that I were really into. Nice.
0: Nice. All right. Um, Okay, that was number number six, Magic cards. Uh, Okay, halfway through, what you got for number five? Hess trucks. Oh, yeah, everyone, every boy got those, I feel. My kids have them, like from my brother. He sent them down for them for Christmas one year, loves them. My
1: dad used to get two Hess trucks every year. Okay. And he would get one, open it, take the batteries out, put it back in the box. Yeah. We have every Hess truck from 1985 to probably 2012. Yeah, because they'd put out new ones every year, right? Exactly. Every year they have new Hess truck, Um, and he'd keep one in the box and give one f- to me to play with. Yeah. And I still have them all in the box. Well, and unfortunately, and the they're smart, not worth anything. But well, no. But they're still
0: nostalgic. Oh but yeah, the, they're great. The smartest thing he, you just said was that he took the batteries out first because uh, yep. I don't know if my wife just felt guilty or whatever, but she always puts them back in. I I, I <laughs> I've taken them out a few times. It's like a fire truck, right? And those things are loud, dude. They're very loud. Like they're some of the loudest car, like toy cars I've ever seen. Super loud. Yes. So I've tried taking them out and they always end up back in the truck. So maybe it's not bad. maybe it's my son knows how to do batteries now. I, I bet know. you he does. Maybe. Who knows. Anyway, Hess trucks excellent choice though so for number 5. That ling uh sorry that leads us to number 4. Tamagotchis. Oh yeah, I I didn't have them. My brother-in-law did. We were actually he wants to do an episode on Tamagotchi cuz he he loved them. So Tamagotchis. Tamagotchis. Tell me about the How many did you have?
1: I had probably 3 Tamagotchis. Okay.
0: And so, Because I couldn't keep the damn things alive. Well, I was going to say, I never had them. If they die on the thing, is that thing useless? Is it bricked at that point? You or? had
1: to take like a, a pen or something like that. It had one of those oh. little rubber buttons in the back that you had to reset, reset it. it. Okay. Um, so you could do it again, but we didn't know that. Gotcha. So that's why I had three of them. You just assumed it was dead. Right. It's, I'm like, it it died. I need a new one. So you know what
0: Tamagotchis to me were the gateway to was? Did you ever have like Neopets? pets? Yes. Yes, I, my friends. I, again, I never did. My friends did. But he also had a tamagotchi, um, but you know, you take care of your animals or whatever, and you know, just exactly. It's a whole thing. It's a whole just, thing. I never got into it, though. I don't know. I, and then, uh, you know what I, I was one I never had was a Furby. Do you have a Furby? No,
1: I never had a, I never had a demon-possessed Furby. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, that was such a hype, though, right? This was, like, the late that was 90s. huge. Furby was huge.
0: Yes. Like, I read news articles about how, like, they would take them with them to, like, it was just, it, it was a weird trend. And I say that, like, there's probably weird stuff that happens now with, like, toys, but, like, that was, like, a
1: big one. That's, that- like... Yeah. And if you find a a Furby alone in the woods on like a rock or something like that, please don't touch it. Don't touch it. Just walk away from it and just don't make eye contact. Just leave it alone. Yeah. And if your spider sense is not tingling, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yes,
0: don't. No. That's good advice. Good safety tip. Thanks, Egon. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. All right. Cool. Number four, we had Tamagotchis. What does that mean for number three? Pogs. Oh, pogs. Yep. We're talking on we're we're firing all ninety cylinders right now. Oh yeah. Do you did you know how to play
1: pogs? No one knew how to play pogs.
0: No what well, sort of. So like I tried looking it up where like you throw the slammer down and whatever pogs fly out the ring you get to keep or something like that. It was yeah, it was pretty
1: stupid. Did you know that back
0: in the nineties though? I did, but like but like we didn't actually play. I didn't play with friends. It was we just had no. my mom bought a bunch or I think we even had like it was called a milk cap maker. Like we actually made our own hmm. where you could like put your own stickers on them and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, so that was pretty cool, but like it was all about just collecting what was on them, and you know, like in the slammer, that was the big thing. If you had a metal slammer, like you were you were sitting pretty.
1: I had like three metal slammers.
0: Yeah, man, which are basically just really thick quarters. <laughs> I guess they're they're pretty big. They're like silver dollars, they're silver dollar sized. Like, do not throw that at me because that will really hurt. Yeah, that
1: definitely causing injury. Metal. Yeah,
0: and then, but I remember I can't remember if it was the pog itself or the slammer, but like the hologram ones. I remember I had a couple of those. I think both. Maybe Maybe both. I think you'd get both. I think I had goosebumps actually, uh Goosebumps Pogs. I think I remember those specifically. Um
1: I had Dragon Ball Z ones for I I know for sure. Oh well there you go. Yeah, because that was a big nineties thing too. So Oh yeah. Yep.
0: All right. So pogs at number three. (sighs) We got two left. I'm I'm pretty excited now. Um number two, what do you got? Number two
1: is uh play sets. Okay, like action figure playsets, like action figure playsets, and I remember distinctly 2 years in a row I got Star Trek playsets. Oh, nice. And one was the bridge of the Enterprise. Okay. From the Next Generation. Yep. And it was made by Playmates. And uh, you know, they had all those action figures back in, so I got a couple action figures and I got this play set, and the bridge would light up and it had sounds, and the view screen would work, and you could fire phasers at a Romulan Warbird. It was the coolest thing I ever got. I was so excited. I played with this thing forever.
0: And you know, it's interesting too, because I like Star Trek now as an adult. I-, I couldn't get into it as a kid personally, but of all the things to like play with, like Star Trek was. There wasn't a lot of action in a lot of the episodes. It was more kind of cerebral, like they didn't really have a lot of like starship battles, right? Or maybe mm. they did. No, I, I did. They
1: they had quite a few.
0: Did they? Okay, because I was every episode I remember watching. It was like them discussing a really deep topic on the bridge or what have you, and maybe there was like like shots fired and everyone fell off their seats or whatever. But I mean that that was a lot of it as well, but. You know, but they, yeah, they but I but I remember the toys were really cool. Like I awesome. do remember I had them. My my parents got them for me because my, my mom was actually really big into Star Trek, and so she got me some of the sets. Um,
1: so no, man, that's great. Do you have any of those still? I, the second one I got was the transporter. Okay, which... is that where you would spin them around and they would disappear? No, this one no. was the next generation transporter where it's actually sitting next to me right now. It's right next oh. to my microphone. You nice. put a, you put a figure in there, right? Okay, And you'd push these three buttons up, and it would make the transporter sound, and it yeah. the figure would actually disappear. Where did he go? It's still in there, but it's a mirror. Oh, mirror I gotcha. The mirror would change the reflection, so it would disappear, so you wouldn't see it. It's like a two-way mirror. Exactly. It's a two-way mirror.
0: Oh, where they like charge it electrically or whatever. Exactly. It's interesting. You know, it's funny. I just went to the museum, like a kids' museum with the kids, the same one I saw the Legos at. And they had like that on um, display. You could like li-
1: turn a light on it, it would make a two way mirror go from a two way to a one way. It's 100% what it was. And it's genius. It, it's so cool. It still works today. Yeah. And every once in a while, I'll just switch it on. There's a figure in there, and I'll just make them transport. And I'll be like, this is the coolest thing of all time. It is, man. That's, I remember
0: I had something like that. It was a be- Remember Beetlejuice made toys. Yes. So, we had a bunch of those, and there was one where you could put Beetlejuice in the coffin, and then if you like pull a, a switch, you'd pull it out and it'd be tiny Beetlejuice. Yes. Like, oh, I had remember? that. It, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, It was like purple and had a big old orange yep. sign yep. that you would tilt back and forth. So, I, that stuff like would always blow my mind as a kid. Like, looking back, I'm like, okay, yeah, really? But it was awesome. I, I like to this day that would amuse me. Um, <clears throat> anyway, excuse me. So, okay, so Star Trek Toys at number two. Uh before we get to number 1, do we have any honorable mentions with us today?
1: Uh action figures of any kind.
0: Oh, so that wouldn't have made your number See, that would have been my number 1 because that was what I always look forward to every year. And they always had the the most predictable shape when they were wrapped because yeah. it was almost like a flat-sided like trapezoid, right? That was the shape of an action figure wrapping across the time. Exactly. So so you knew. Yeah, I mean, and,
1: you know, that's the reason it didn't make um the list is because you could always tell what an action figure was. And I, I, and mean, he, I was it always It was probably a guarantee every them. year too. Yeah. And it was it's, kind of a guarantee every year that you'd get an action figure of some sort. Did you I mean
0: I know we just talked about Star Trek and their play sets, but was there like a go to action figure line for you that you would play with on a consistent basis? It's a good question. Like for me it was Ninja Turtles, hands down. That was I, like my go to. Honestly, it was probably
1: either the Ninja Turtle. Um Power Rangers. Okay. Or Star Trek. Or Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. So pretty much I mean,
0: like I said, for me it was Turtles. Definitely some Power Rangers as well. Not so much Star Trek, a little bit Star here Wars. and there. Star Wars. I didn't have any Star Wars toys. I, I had a lot. Yeah. I had a lot of Star Wars toys. Did you ever do the classic Star Trek Star Wars? Did you did you did you play with them side by side?
1: Yeah. Yeah I, had crossover. yeah, I definitely had crossover episodes in my head. That's yeah. the best, aren't they? They were great. It's
0: kind of like I would do the Turtles and the Power Rangers and I'm like, yeah, they should make a show about this. <laughs> Wait a minute. They totally <laughs> did. They totally and then they made did. a comic book. Anyway, sorry. I'm geeking out too much there. <laughs> All right. So, honorable mentions, action figures, excellent choice. Um, I would like to throw in a couple of honorable mentions of specific toys that I got as a kid that I, I remember. Um, one was the Creepy Crawlers oh. oven creepy crawlers
1: did you have that i never had the oven but i remember one of my friends did
0: yeah they had some cool ones like they had the bugs but i remember they had a power rangers one too where you can make little mini power rangers goopies yep and it had like the certain like the glue that you would squeeze in and it would do it and so uh, yeah my uh i got a creepy crawlers oven one year and that was a lot of fun um the other one is it's not the same thing so but to me I, i picture them together as do you remember the doctor dreadful sets Dr. Dreadful.
1: Were they kind of like uh like the poly pocket things? No, that's Mighty Max. That's Mighty Max. Okay. I
0: love those too, but no. Um Dr. Dreadful was these like chemistry sets, but it was all food chemistry.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, yes. You yes. can make now like a
0: wart that. grow on your hand and you can yeah. lick it off. They were crazy. Oh, I loved it. So I remember I got that one year and that was pretty awesome. I think me and my brothers all got our own set, and we would all like spend that Christmas like making jelly brains and stuff. It was amazing. So anyway, I hope hopefully not neither of those two were your number one, correct? No. All right, perfect. All right, well then that uh that brings us to it. What do you got for
1: number one? Video games. Video games. Yeah, come on. Because video games. Back then, were expensive. It's still pretty expensive. Well, no, I'm saying you know, like games are sixty bucks now. Everybody accepts yeah. that. But there were sixty bucks back then, exactly. Which was even more twenty years ago. They were still sixty bucks. And that's true. It, Probably closer it, to you know, hundred bucks now. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, and, and game systems along with that. Any yep. any time you unpacked a big box and you got that N64, that's a classic video of uh, that kid oh, yeah. unwrapping a 64 and going crazy. He's pumped. Is that though? you? Oh, absolutely. I'd lose my mind. Yeah. Um, And just games. When you got games, because a lot of the times we were renting them. That's true. Yeah. You wouldn't own a lot of them. You wouldn't own a lot of them. But when you would rent and rent and rent and rent, your parents would take notice, hopefully. And they'd yeah. be like, all right, you know what? Let me buy this for them. Yep. And no I'll quite. tell you <laughs> what I did is I had rented Goldeneye. Okay. For the N64. I, and I had a copy of from blockbuster okay. with everything unlocked all the cheats all the missions everything
0: oh that was true yeah because if you got a new game then you uh, i think i know where this is going but you tell me the story
1: so then i got GoldenEye for christmas yeah and i still had the rented one so i put the new <laughs> one in the blockbuster yeah. box yeah, and kept so the one with all file. the unlocked stuff yeah because you weren't saving no memory
0: card it was stored in the cartridge exactly it was stored on the cartridge Yep. Oh my God! You you dastardly, <laughs> evil-deeded person. Sorry, right, I would I thing. would I would have done the same thing. Yeah, no, yeah. I remember that. Like I would rent. Sir, actually, it was funny because like. No, we didn't, because I didn't rent Super Nintendo or N64 games, because I didn't own them until I was older. I didn't have a Super Nintendo until I was in high school, which is ridiculous, because by then I also had a PS2. Um, (laughs) N64 I got in like ninth or 10th grade, so same thing. We weren't really renting games at that point. We owned quite a few, just from friends. Um, We mainly rented Sega and Nintendo games, and those didn't have save files, so I never really had that experience, but I I certainly had friends who did, Um, and I do, I remember... um, I remember we rented, uh, my friend rented Super Mario World for Super Nintendo. And like one of the files was like totally beat. And everything was like, there's no Switch palaces. They were all gotten and all that stuff. And so we had to start it. But I thought that was just, I was, oh man, somebody here to beat this. We got to beat this now. We got to beat that number, whatever the number was percentage wise of them that right. they completed. And so I remember that. That was fun. Ah, so action or not actually video games, video excellent games. choice. That's to me still like if I get a video game now, I'm I'm pumped. Oh yeah, you know I mean still
1: I'm still stoked. I'm hoping I to have get disposable one
0: this year. income and I can still get excited for that. You know what <laughs> I mean? So um actually, you know, speaking of which I did last year, I did get a video. It's a video game related. I got I got my VR headset last year for Christmas. Very nice, your Oculus. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we played we played the Oculus. a did times. We so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. So. Oh, all right. Well listen, that was an excellent list of Christmas gifts. Um, there's not much more to cover here. I think we're probably gonna wrap things up. Before we go though, a- anything of note between Christmas and New Year's that you did, or was it pretty much just chilling and enjoying your stuff?
1: Uh it was honestly just chilling and enjoying your stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, there it is, man. Same here. Um Christmas dinner was usually like some kind of a roast beef or something. and Grandparents came over, did gifts, you know, food, delicious, awesome. And then off for the next week and a half. So, yeah, just, you know, whether it's playing video games, playing with my new action figures, whatever. That's all it was. There was little expectation of, you know, doing productive things around the house. They knew, like, listen, let the kids enjoy That's what we're going to do this year, man. After Christmas, I'm taking the week off between Christmas and New Year's, and so is Beth, and we're just going to sit and kick back, and and the kids are just going to have a good time, and we're not going to do anything crazy. It's going to be awesome. I love it. So excited. It's great. So excited. Now, the reason I went only up until New Year's is because if the stars continue to be in alignment, I will be putting out a New Year's Eve episode probably – the week between Christmas and new year's. So the the 28th, so basically the week after this one airs, uh, I will be putting out a new year's Eve episode discussing that as well. That will be with my wife. So, um, we plan to have some good discussions. So if you remember listening to my wife on our Harry Potter episode, she will be back for the new year's Eve episode. Uh, but in the case of our Christmas episode, Dan, I want to thank you so much for being a, uh, a unexpected solo guest for this, but I think we had a pretty good time, right?
1: I think so. I think we had a great discussion. Yeah, man.
0: Um, so listen, before we wrap up, um, I figured you could have a chance here to hype some of the other stuff we got going on with the podcast. You just put out some content on our YouTube channel, actually.
1: Yes. Uh, me and Lou Carnavali just did a retrospective on Jason David Frank, uh, AKA Tommy, the Green Ranger. Yeah. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers who unfortunately passed away, uh, probably about two weeks ago. Yeah. Now, um, very sad thing. Um. And we just kind of did a retrospective on his career and uh, just on Tommy Oliver and him and the Power Rangers and moments we liked and moments he was in and a couple of honorable mention cameos and things like that. It's uh, it's a really good episode. And if you are a fan of the Power Rangers, I head over to YouTube and give it a listen.
0: Well, and I'll tell you right now, uh, it is picking up steam, and and I'm I'm not saying it's going viral. Trust me, it's not. But it's it's. I mean, we've already got a couple hundred views on it, which is exciting. Um. So yeah, so people are listening to it. It is a great listen. Um. It's just basically what we're doing is we're putting out podcasts on YouTube exclusively that are you know, deeper dives on specific topics. So, you know, if if you're not a Power Rangers fan necessarily, you probably aren't going to listen to it here on the main podcast, but you might, if you're a Power Rangers fan, go listen to it on the YouTube channel. So that's what that channel is going to be for, is deeper dives on on different subjects we've talked about in the past or may talk about in the future. So uh, Power Rangers being one of them. I know Lou's going to be doing a lot of game reviews, like old game reviews. I think you're going to be recording one of those with him pretty soon, or or have you already recorded that?
1: Uh, No, we're we're hopefully going to do... um... Mario
0: 64 soon. Perfect, And then, uh, yeah, so he and I did a wrestling game on there for that. We, he, Lou and I have a, a wrestling series we're doing on there where we go back and look through and, and review old ECW. If you're a wrestling fan and you want to hear about ECW, make sure you check that out. And, uh, yeah, man, all kinds of great stuff planned for the YouTube page, so make sure you check that out. Make sure you hit subscribe on that. Same thing with the podcast, though. Listen, we, we do this every Wednesday, and but, uh, you know, if you want to get notified and, and don't remember that it's Wednesday, uh, hit subscribe. It'll download automatically. It'll be in there you know for your for your drive into work or you know maybe you're in the gym whatever just you know give it a listen and uh hey happy holidays again merry christmas merry kwanzaa happy Kwan- what is it happy kwanzaa
1: i i think it would be happy kwanzaa
0: happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah merry festivus which we didn't talk about that i never watched seinfeld so i don't have anything to say about festivus but i know it's like a, actually a thing now people celebrate it
1: people do celebrate it but you know if you never watch seinfeld it means nothing to you
0: It really doesn't. I feel bad because people will judge me all the time. Oh, you haven't seen Seinfeld. No, I haven't seen Seinfeld. But anyway, happy holidays to you and yours. We'll be back next week talking all about the wonderful festivities that are New Year's Eve. But I hope you enjoyed this one. I had a lot of fun uh, going back and and talking all about childhood Christmases because it is, to me, one of the best times of the year, hands down, even as an adult. Now, more than ever, because I've I've got kids to... to, you know, kind of share the magic with. And, uh, you know, we're very excited. We're, we're, you know, less than two weeks away from, to me, Christmas Eve is actually almost as good as Christmas day as, as an adult, because we do all the fun stuff on Christmas Eve. You know, we watch every, every Christmas Eve. My family watches the Polar Express. That's like our go-to Christmas Eve movie. Love that movie. I actually never saw it. I never saw it until I had kids and, and my son always loved trains. So he said, Oh, let's watch Polar Express. Love that movie. So I uh, actually just saw it recently at the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. They did a live showing. Well, the movie wasn't live, but they they played the movie with a live orchestra underneath.
1: I I I love that. Um, the um New York Philharmonic does that. They did yep. it, they do it with Harry Potter and they do it with Jurassic Park. And if you ever get a chance to go see it and you're here in New York, I I strongly recommend it. They do a tremendous job. Absolutely. Well, and then
0: same thing here in Atlanta. The Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. Um, they've done Star Wars. Um, they, they actually they have a concert coming up. It's going to be like the best of John Williams, where they're going to have all of his stuff and play like scenes from the movies on the screen. So it won't be a full movie, but it'll still be a really cool experience. Um, I know they've done video game soundtracks in the past. I think they did yep. the Legend of Zelda one year. So and those things are just so fun. So yeah, if you if you're if you're a music aficionado, even if you're not a music aficionado, just going to see it and hear it live, it's it's a truly special experience. So. On that note, guys, Merry Christmas. I hope you're doing well, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Happy holidays. Goodbye.